We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We are at episode 30, the golden episode. It's fitting. Uh, it's fitting. Is that why I'm here? <laughs> yeah, we we said, who, who can we have? On, who's the only guest who's good for number 30? There's no one else out there. Um, Marcus Thompson. I mean, there's actually number 30. You could have got number 30. We could have, but now he's, you see that video going around online with him not signing autographs for kids? Uh, yeah, what was that about? I think that's some. I think that's some uh, excellent editing, is what that is. But maybe it's real. I don't know. I mean, it's it's logical that you know, out of the one gazillion times Steph signs, <laughs> yo, you're cutting off <laughs> pretty bad. I'm cool, but I've known him to like totally disobey ralph walker am i no now you're in now you're in clear we're going we're going rocky this is uh through the can you hear me now Ooh, it's Uh, a little shaky it's a little shaky right now um but uh yeah just keep just keep going i was gonna say um go ahead marcus i got like five bars y'all gotta get it together Get, get, get it together, light years. Y'all ain't been the same since y'all went over to where y'all switched to. Uh, we're, still, we're, we're still with the Warriors. Uh, we're, we're on leverage no, chat. Sp- Spotlight Media Ventures. There you go. It's like um, ever, it's, it, we're like Steph when KD joined the team. There you go. Now you're on leverage <laughs> the chat. You too big time. Oh, shady. 
we're, we're better. We're, we're better when we got the ball in our hands and running pick and roll. Now that now that now that we're joining KD squad, it's a little it's a little tough now. We got to share it more often. And yeah, Jade's got us, yeah. Jade's got me setting back screens for Zach Harper. I'm just saying I'm you're just, good I, at it, right? You're good <laughs> at back screens. So <laughs> I'm getting. Uh, yeah, uh, it know, helps I, everybody. <laughs> Now I got now I gotta play defense. I can't just chuck it up. It, it's not the same. It's just all sorts of all all BS. <laughs> um, so gotta, it's crazy. It's it's crazy because kids feel the same way, man. Me and Sam were talking about it all weekend. Kids feel the same way. Like they're just like you know the Warriors are good. They're fun. We like them, but it's just not like I just and they're kids. You know, like all they want to do is they want to see. You know, they just want to see like fun basketball, right? They don't they don't care what they say, like their opinions. And so, um, yeah, it was Thanksgiving over the weekend and, and we had a couple like nieces and, and or whatever. And, uh, yeah, they were just like, you know, it was just a lot more fun when Steph was just out here chucking threes. I mean, that's what they, they were just like, they literally that's just what, like, yeah, that's what my 20. little cousins were saying too. And I was like, yeah, I say that stuff as a joke, but, <laughs> uh, you guys are, you guys are pretty serious with this. They're dead I, serious. I, there, there's, there's a fan base mutiny. It's, it's, Man, uh, they, it's, it's crazy. like every relationship, right? It's like. Man, it used to be fun. We used to just go out hanging out all the time. We'd go on great dates, right? And then eventually the relationship gets serious. And, you know, I haven't written my wife a poem in 20 years, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It just evolves. It has to grow. That's how you sustain a relationship. So Steph really was, like, giving us some uh, good relationship advice by making the adjustment to sustain the relationship. It can't all be carnivals and romantic dates and and, so and so what you what right? you what you're saying is these uh <laughs> these games without KD where we get like the stuff throwback that's like that's like after yeah, you have a night. passionate fight it's like yeah. it's, date, yeah, it's date night it's like man you got kids now you got jobs every now and then you get a date night where you just go get to go have fun like like, like you're the back old days. 20 again yeah. yeah man that's all yeah you're always <laughs> you're always searching for the magic of the rise um, but once you once you hit the top you know you you just you can't recreate date three. It's just that's not. And that's how life why works. the divorce rates are so high because everybody wants the rise, right? Nobody wants to settle. Like mm. there, there's some magic in the chill, the ride it out to the sunset, right? Everything yeah. is not like popcorn and let's have fun. Like you got to appreciate, you know, <laughs> like Outcast said, like Outcast said, you know, bra straps sticking together like Grandma and Grandpa Paul, right? <laughs> they just stuck together, man. It was about the the fireworks and romance all the time is you do what you got to do to stick together that's what steph is doing back screening to make sure everything stays together <laughs> he's got he's got his new kid omri you know try, trying to give him a little extra attention Make Andy right? happy. It's just, yeah it's um but it is true though because like with kd they're basically kind of they're the spurs you know they, they just run out there and they methodically beat you when they're focused when when you take KD away from it, they're they're like that ragtag bunch who came out of nowhere, all over again, and it's just it's just a lot more fun. That's all I gotta say. I wonder if here's what I do wonder, and I probably should ask him. I, I kind of know the answer, but I've never outright asked him. Did Steph see this coming and said, "Man, I can't do this for fifteen for for five more years, for seven more years." Right. I don't want to like, did he feel the the like weight of the 2016 finals and say, man, it's fun. I love chucking. Hey. But really, <laughs> can I do this? Do I want to do this for seven years? 
<laughs> or do no, I get me a comrade? That's uh, that's actually I just wrote about that uh, for uh, for Warriors. What I was just saying, um, like that. That's what it is, right? Because I don't know if he was thinking about it, but that's what Steve Kerr and 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 like that's the reason why they make the offensive system the way it is, right? They 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 have him set those screens because you don't want to rely on Steph to shoot the ball thirty times every single game, even though it's super fun. And then obviously you get KD because he's KD, but the other part of it is that it just makes it a lot easier. Like these guys are just going to win 60 games every year for like the next six years. Like that's it. And 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 you never know if, if it was just Steph and then you have Draymond and Clay, you have those three guys. And um, But without KD, and let's say you max out Harrison Barnes, how long does that last, right? Maybe another year or two. But then at a certain point, there's actually going to be a chance of them going down and then and then you never know what's going to happen after that. So um, it's not as fun, like like you said, it's not as cool, but it's it's more sustainable. Like it's gonna it's gonna be for much longer, which I guess you know, look back eight years from now, that'll be that'll be fun, I guess. Well, I, I think I know I, I know he wanted like like a I'm gonna say co-star for lack of a better term, but just like another dude, you could say, hey man, like it's me and you, you got this because I'm off tonight, right? I know, like, Myers and them, they had this plan, and Steph could see, like, how it all plays out in the long run. It's like, yeah, let's put the best team on the floor. I just wonder if part of him is like, like, no, I don't want to be magical for seven straight years in order for us to have a chance. Yep. Like, I, I don't want to, like, I, I, you know, if, if, if I'm off and Barnes goes five for 32, like, we lose a championship and I got to get all the hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if... I wonder how much of a factor that was. I don't know if he would ever even say it until he retired, right? Until he retires, but it just you know it's interesting. I mean, uh, I mean I the think- the better, but the thing is, who's who's a star player who's like shunned away another star coming to their team without having to give? Like, it's not like Steph had to leave a dollar on the table. You know, he signed that he signed that contract which allowed him to get KD, but he got all his money. On the second one, it's not like he had to pull the, you know, like LeBron, he had to leave some money on the table and he went to Miami. So I don't, I don't, you know. don't think Steph could have like said, nah, I'm cool. Like, nah, I don't like that to Bob Myers and that ends it. I'm sure he could have, but I don't like, I, it's just, I, I, I don't know what player says. I was like, yo, we could, we could get KD. I know you could, you could be right. Like if he's indifferent, he's not doing the recruiting. He's not the one out there sending texts, so clearly yeah, he true. wanted it. Like I mean, even, he, he could have pulled, pulled a Kobe and just been like, you know, not really showing up and be like, yeah, if this guy comes, he comes, but I'm not making any effort. Or, or he could have pulled a Kobe and got on the phone and be like, look, I, I, I want. It's cool if you come here, but let me get some things clear. Yeah. <laughs> right. We all wear Under Armors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a pretty good rebounder. You're going to need to be a better rebounder next to me. Right. <laughs> exactly. He yeah, will be a better rebounder next year. <laughs> he wasn't doing that. Uh, but the, the crazy part to me is like how uh, KD hasn't really endeared himself to the fan base the same way. Like he'll never be on Steph's level with the fans. But I, I feel like they're. I feel like it's only getting like more more disassociated with at least with every fan I see and that's you know young old whatever it's 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 Steph it's Clay it's Draymond and then KD's just that like that really talented guy but he's not really our guy. I mean how that's... could he though? Like what could he do to endear himself? I mean I will say like taking shots in Steph's shoes probably didn't help but 
Like there's, I mean, he's 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 going to be an outsider because this is the team that began in 2012. You know right. that you got to kind of watch it grow. You got to watch think, Clay step out of bounds, shooting threes for four years. Yeah, right. <laughs> or blowing defensive assignments and yeah. then Gallinari getting wide open dunks. Right. It's like you've seen all that growth with these guys. KD. You know, I think part of it is like everybody outside of the Bay Area loves KD and and thinks the world of him. And that makes Barry people like, man, hold on, man. That's our guy. Right, right. Like, right. I, I, it makes everybody more loyal. I don't even know what he could do to endear himself because he hasn't done much to not endear himself except for probably take a shot. I, was I mean, gonna, Steve Kerr might have done more. I was going to say the worst. <laughs> I was going to say the worst thing is he just continually keeps talking about OKC. Like, it's, it's hard to be, you know, ride or die with him when all he wants to talk about is his last relationship, you know, like, See, I don't know if that's him though. Here's one thing I've learned about KD. You ask KD a question, he's going to give you an answer. Okay. And I, I remember like reading about him and the reputation was that he was kind of difficult with the Oklahoma media. Right. Man, I found that dude to be the most talkative, most ready to talk player. One of the most ready to talk players I've ever I've ever uh, covered, like outside of like Draymond. Right. But <laughs> KD's always down to talk, and he doesn't duck any questions. You. So so you, you're saying it's a, so it's like the opposite. Why you keep asking it? Yeah. Yeah, he'll. The most I've heard him say is, "Man, why y'all keep asking me to say it? Like I'm tired of talking about it." But then he'll answer the question. Right. <laughs> well, so, he's got like, I mean, it seems like he's got like six, seven, eight, like 10 different writers coming to him for like one on one time to do these features. So it's not like, I guess, you know, nobody's saying no from the Warriors and he's not saying no. So like if the anything, same features he's, keep getting run. Like if anything, he's being too nice about it instead of just saying no comment. He's given them the quote. Yes. And it's the same quote, though. And part like, of you know, it is like, like he wants to be understood. Like he right. he really wants people to understand. I think part of him wants people to say, all right, KD, like you kind of are not the villain or all right, KD, what you did isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, and I think like his recent commentary was that like he's done trying to convince Oklahoma City fans that, you know, uh, uh, he likes playing there, like which means he was really trying to convince them. And now he's finally reached a point where he's done with it. I think he does want to be heard. It's almost like he's out there saying, like, man, please understand. Like, please listen to me. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> and, like, nobody's listening. So finally he's like, man, whatever. Y'all ain't hearing me. He, he, he's – I kind of feel bad for him too um, because of that because he, he obviously is, is a dude that just wants to be liked, which is, like, kind of what everyone says. But he's also a guy that just can't seem to – you know how like Marcus, it's it's got, not got, venomous. He's not like I, he's not out here being mean. That's the thing. Like I I, I feel bad. It's like, kind of sad. It's yeah. You feel bad. Like you don't. Well, you don't like really feel that bad for him. But like from a mental perspective, like it's it's kind of like man. Like you want him to gain some type of peace. Like you know, like Steph Curry seems like he's pretty. Like I mean, Clay, Clay Thompson. That's the one. Like he's pretty. Like he's peaceful. Right. Like there, there's some none, not much that bothers him uh, on and off the court. But with KD, it just seems like at least off the court, a lot of this actually does really bother him, which, you know, a lot of guys, if you're if you're rooting for him, it's like, man, like, you, you know, you kind of just like us, like you kind of a scrub just like us. Like, you know, like they would never be. <laughs> Like, you know, like, like me and Sam will be trolling people in the mentions, man. Why, why you do that, KD? Like, 
that's for me and Sam to do on Twitter. <laughs> like not not for someone that's dropping 38 on LeBron James in the NBA freaking finals. Right. That's like, you know, one of the best players of all time, Kevin Durant out here, you know? So that, that's kind of like, that's kind of hard to, uh, I guess, understand sort of, or, or just kind of to feel bad for him. I mean, there's going to be like a book kind of explaining all this. <laughs> oh, I heard about this. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? I like that about Kevin Durant. Like, I like his vulnerability. I like that he is down to earth, but not in a way like he's so high, but yet he mingles with the regular people. But, like, he really is down to earth, right? He really doesn't think of himself as above other people. So much so, like, he sees himself on a level with people at twi- on Twitter talking trash, and he can talk trash back, right? Like, like that's how he sees himself. Like, man, you you come at me, I'm gonna come at you. It's, it's like it's it's very unique for somebody who reached his levels. I almost don't think he understands how big he is. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's like, a, that's the other thing. I don't think. It. Yeah, I don't think he realizes how d- people of his talent level are generally on a different level. You know, like he doesn't have the pre-produced thing that LeBron or Steph or well, basically every other superstar does. Like he's he. He just acts like he acts like a normal guy most of the time. There, kinda... there was a situation last year. Remember when Oklahoma City came to town and Kevin Durant played, and uh, uh, there was a reporter from Oklahoma, and the, you know all the reporters from Oklahoma they hadn't seen Kevin Durant since his move. Right. They came up to him afterwards and was like, "Congratulations, yada yada, all wishing him well." And Kevin Durant sat there. He spoke to all of them, you know, said thanks, said congratulations, you know, thank you, and it was appreciative. Took it all, right? This is all after media access. Greeted each one of them and then walked away like, man, I remember y'all Y'all weren't saying that. <laughs> we all <laughs> writing all that stuff, right? These are the same people who was just killing me, and now they like <laughs> shaking my hands. And I was like, I'm, part of my head is thinking, well, why talk to them? <laughs> right, like, right. like you, you made the choice to talk to him, but that's that. Like, I didn't know it at the time, but that's kind of like Kevin. Like, I'm not a. He's not so big that he's like, I don't like what you did, so I don't have to talk to you. He's like, man, if you're a human and you're in front of me, like we can chat. Like it's cool, we can talk. If I disagree, we can talk. If I don't like what you said, we can talk. If you don't like me, we can talk. Like if I don't like you, we can talk. Yeah, and in some ways that's actually pretty refreshing. The best thing you can do is go talk to Durant. It's very refreshing. What I'm saying, like, I like it because Durant wants you. He like if you just go up to Durant and say, "Man, did you see that game?" and just talk about baseball or football, go talk about Washington football, right? Like he'll love to chat. Like he's happy to chat. He's a he's a dude in in like a coffee shop where you just sitting there, you sit down, and, and this dude's been there forever, and he's like, "Hey there, man, how you doing, young man?" So, you know, weather's <laughs> yeah. nice out there today, right? He's just gonna start a conversation with you just because he likes to talk. I think <laughs> it's refreshing because you spend so much time trying to get them to talk. Where that dude's just like, man, I'm a dude, so yeah, I don't even brush my hair, so let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I I do. Um, I, I am trying to understand. A lot of people have made this point as to why, um, even when he was in OKC, he didn't have the necessary. Uh, fan base that backed them the way that maybe Warriors fans do with Steph and, uh, um, you know, LeBron has his guys wherever he goes. So that's something that's interesting, too, um, that I'm trying to understand. Uh, I think he would have loved to 
have been in because it's tough for him because he would have loved to have been in OKC and then won the way that um, that Steph did um, here or, or any other star. Maybe I mean that's that's the fairy tale that every but player that's, wants, right? But that's the Kobe. He still doesn't, but, yeah, he just still doesn't have those guys that back him like that though. Like you don't really see that or hear that, right? Like as much as even when he was in OKC. Um, which I think is a little odd. I, I don't know. I, I'm trying. I've always tried to think of why, but I just I don't, I don't know if it's him personally, or maybe the way his game is. Right? Maybe maybe that like it could because his game is it's great, but it's not like like in your face, right? It's not something that, that that's why everybody when they watch him is like, hey, he had a quiet thirty. Like they always say that. I mean, not in the NBA finals, but like they always say, like he had like a smooth because he's so consistent. But I mean, he's, I know, he's just probably the most it. gifted score I've ever seen because I've I've never seen someone who can score thirty as effortlessly as him. It's like so even, easy, right? Even, <laughs> even Jordan and Braun in their absolute prime, like there was a a level of effort that they exerted to get it. And like, no one could stop them, but yeah, KD literally just like walks into 25 to 30 points. And like, if he shoots under 50%, you're like, wow, that doesn't happen. You know, it's like, it's like once every, I, I don't know, 15 games or whatever. It feels like he's just 10 for 17, 28 points, like every night. So, so maybe, I mean like, so what's his like trademark, move then right he's so like maybe to take it back to the point is like steph's got his like three or russ has got like his scowl and kobe's got like a, a fatal wager or whatever right whatever he copied jordan so whatever he's doing there um but what, what's kd's thing i don't know like a, a shoot free throw shoot, i don't know like what's his i don't know man his um, crossover is pretty pretty absurd but it's um it's so like unfundamental too by the way like he's like standing up Seventeen tall crossing over. Yeah, I, I never like get how carry. people don't steal it from him. How do you not get that? West, you saw Westbrook was all on it. Like he right. timed it. He knew what was coming. It was like, nah, you can't do that on me. It's it's just weird. I think his move is like the. Well, obviously now it's like the pull up three from the, the left pull up wing, three. Yeah, that's probably his thing. But I think it's just that whole like a pull-up jumper, which is probably defines how unsexy his career is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the pull-up jumper is your thing. You know what? I I think, I wonder if part of it is, number one, he didn't win a championship with a fan base, so, well, before the Warriors. Uh, so, like, that that probably has something to do with it. You didn't give them the ultimate glee, right. the fan orgasm, right, of a championship. But I They got to the cusp, but they didn't get over the hump. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I wonder if it's too because he's so like such a pleaser that he isn't polarizing enough. I think one of the ways you kind of create that huh. super loyal fan base is to be intentionally or not polarizing. Like there's got to be huh. there's got to be some people who hate you right in order to make the people who love you like really love you. I think Steph <laughs> had that, yeah, LeBron's had that. I don't think KD's had people hating him before now. No, every, everyone just acknowledged how good he was, but yeah. didn't have like an emotional like like Steph. It is the nicest guy, but like his game spits in the face of everything you've ever learned about basketball your whole life. <laughs> so it's like guys are just like, no, he that's not right. You can't play like that, you know. And then like obviously guys like Russ, like it's 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 just oozing obvious. Like you know, he's, he's he what he does so. There was no reason to hate Kevin Durant before he moved, and he just ended up going to a fan base that already had its first love, right? So he's always 
going to be second. Like, if he went somewhere else and won the title, they'd probably stand for him. But, like, they, they you know, the Bay Area has already stand for Steph. So, and Draymond, right? So, he's got right. a couple stands. Right? <laughs> a, couple, a couple people ahead of him who they've had to, like, ride or die with. I think part of, like, Kevin Durant's pleasing demeanor, like, nice guy, doesn't rub people the wrong way. Everybody likes him. Like, it makes people, like, it, it's not polarizing enough to create a stand. Like, that's how you get a stand. It's like people hating, and then people got to choose. Like, do I hate this dude or do I love him? And then you got to ride hard for him, right? Right. And that's how you so, someone, has to, someone has to hate on them. You know, Nick Wright has to be out there saying how stuff's not that good, and then all yes. of a sudden everyone gets their capes out. They're like, no, no, no. Or skip gotta... Bayless with yeah, LeBron, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's one for every notable player over time. Like, I, but there's no one out there who's making their name off of like convincing you Kevin Durant's not that good. So yeah, uh, no, it's it's well, interesting. Well, maybe maybe there you go. You could be Nick Wright. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just come out here and say he's just he's just Omri Caspi with four inches of wingspan. <laughs> 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 you should do Andy you could do it man I'm telling you you could do it you could do it uh, this is your calling this is your calling man he, just go out there and say man he's just Ryan Harper like he just get buckets <laughs> I'm getting close man I'm getting close I'm getting close with the KD stuff thing man one, one of these days I'll, I'll go off the deep end fantasy sports fans listen up did you know that your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites. That's why draft is my favorite fantasy sports site. No more getting crushed by the pros. And it's not just me. More than 1 million people have already downloaded the draft app too. Play in real live NBA draft right now. Be done in under five minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second and you can join one whenever you want. All new listeners get a free entry into Real Money Draft when you make your first deposit. And you have to use our promo code, LIGHTYEARS. That's right, playing a Real Money Draft for free just by using our promo code, LIGHTYEARS. It gets even better. Draft is so sure that you'll love it. They're offering a light, they're offering LIGHTYEARS listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. So just search Draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play for free right now with the promo code LIGHTYEARS. Um, speaking, of, uh, speaking of getting people to hate, hate stuff, um, me and Sam uh, watched Russell Westbrook destroy the Warriors uh, last week. Um, the Warriors can't win big games this year, this season, so... Um, what do we think about that? And, and then Oklahoma City, they look nice, and then they decide to lose to the Mavericks uh, the other day. So unbelievable, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm you know it's, it's so weird. Remember the Warriors used to win every single one of those. Like if you, I remember like coming into a game like, oh, they're playing Axe Cleveland. You don't know. Yeah, and then they went by thirty five. Right? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. San Antonio's coming in. We don't know. They went by thirty. Like now they're like, man, whatever. <laughs> it's just insane how they. I don't. I don't know if that's a, if that's a fundamental shakeup of the team. Like, have they become the Spurs too soon? Have they lost <laughs> their edge? Right. Like, it's just weird to see them not respond for those type of games. But I do think part of it is, 
like in those type of games, like we just saw Westbrook, right? Westbrook said, "Man, I'm, 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 I'm playing my A game on this game." Also, Paul George was phenomenal that game, but who's that dude for the Warriors? It used to be Steph, and now it's kind of like yeah, night Steph to night, awful. you don't know, yeah. and you yeah. need somebody in that game. Like in all those times previously, where it was like, all right. People are thinking the Warriors are going to lose. It's it's a it's a question that's up in the air. What will happen? Steph will go out and dominate, and then you're like, all right, they blow him out. Now, who's that? Who's gonna do that? I think it's the uncertainty about that that kind of makes them vulnerable to that. So it's now it's like, let's see who's hot first. This is every game. Let's see who's feeling it. We're down by 15. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's 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 focus on defense and get us back together. Maybe maybe try to feed KD or get Steph going, or maybe Clay get him rolling. There's just almost too much riches, and they don't know how to approach it every game. Like who's the guy you start with? And I think in a game like Oklahoma City, you need Steph to say, "All right, like KD, I love you, but this is my game." But I think they were leaning on Kevin Durant to be that guy. And he kind of wasn't, you know. He doesn't, like, take over the game. He doesn't take the ball and say, I got this. You kind of have to give him the ball and say, KD, take this. He's like, okay, I got it. It's just, it's a really weird dynamic. I don't think it's problematic. I don't think it's, like, an an issue. But it's just something that's weird and unique and probably here to stay in that sense. Yeah, and, like, um, so part of it is they just – they were not getting up for OKC the way that they got up for those games a couple of years ago because there's like yeah. whatever. If we see these guys in the playoffs, we'll we'll get up for it. But I just I just cannot be bothered on November what was it twenty second or something like that. Um, and then yeah, but the, once uh, Russ starts foaming at the mouth and all right. that, don't, that well, also like I, that would have been a trigger. I think part of it was also Kerr. Um, Kerr's Kerr has absolutely zero desire to like break from his regimented you know Steph's coming out with uh coming out at the end of the first and I'm not putting him back in till five minutes left or four minutes left in the second or you know whatever his thing is six yes yeah and and then it's just like there's no okay I'm gonna let my main guys play through this and see if they respond it's like no, I'm going to get Looney his minutes. I'm going to get Caspi his minutes. I'm going to get Andre his 20 minutes. I'm going to try this weird period that I haven't seen all year. And it's just like, (laughs) if it works, it works. But if not, like, I don't care. Like, just because Russell Westbrook's hyped up, that's not enough reason for me (laughs) to think beyond big picture. Yo, hold on, hold on. Can we talk talk about how uh, Russell Westbrook gets – probably the weirdest and most amount of love that I've ever seen for a guy that is um, really good, but really hasn't accomplished much. Oh, he owes, he owes KD more than anyone. KD made him the most sympathetic, made him so sympathetic. Like now he can do no wrong in most people's eyes because he's loyal. He stayed, but the only reason he's seen as loyal is because the, the bigger star left. And then the bigger star. And I mean, it, it just it, it it's a fact. I mean, Katie Facts. had Katie Facts. had an MVP. It's <laughs> did anyone say Russ was better than him when they were on when they were both on OKC together? Like that wasn't a thing. And then um, it's just like now he's 
now he's Allen Iverson in Philly, where like everyone was rooting against him, rooting for him against the Lakers who had Shaq and Kobe, right? And, and you know what's weird about it is I thought we were kind of through that phase. It's almost like the high top is coming back because <laughs> like that type of player, like Iverson, you know, as the analytics moves in, got devalued. Right. right, and I remember this with Jason Richardson and Monte, and it's like, all right, well, it's high volume, it's not that important, they're not winning, right? right. It's 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 not efficient, and so like the high top fade is back. Like Russell Russell Westbrook has brought back in the inefficient volume scorer who who really just scintillates us with how it looks, right? And we haven't really seen that since Iverson. I'm trying to think. Of, I was trying to think of another player who kind of got that pass, but the Warriors perennially had those players, and those players didn't get the pass. Yeah, like the, Damian Lillard didn't even get the pass. Right, he still isn't even an All Star, and it was like that. That that player isn't. That player is kind of in vogue again. It seems like even Melo gets killed. Like Melo's whole career is getting killed for this. Yeah, Melo gets right? killed for that. Right. Yeah. Well, one for this very thing that Westbrook is getting praised for. Well, it's I don't know if it's about the style of play. Rather, that is it. I think it's I think it's also more like it's like yo, like KD left this dude. Like they were supposed yeah. to be boys, you know. Like, like that. That's what it is. Like for me, it's just like like yeah, they'll get through. Like his stands will be like, hey, they'll they'll make excuses for his play. I don't think he's getting PG any better, right? And Melo's mellow, but like I think the easiest part is just like hey, like. KD's not on the team. Like they were supposed to be boys, and 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 so it's whatever Russ does now is great. Um, no I also matter think what. though, like there's something very attractive about the way Westbrook plays. It's 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 different than how Steph plays, but you know there's this. It just it's it's magnetic watching him play. I think like Westbrook really it's almost like boxing or or. MMA, where there's there's a carnal part of you that draws you into the sport, right? Right. Like I just got through watching the Raiders, and uh, Amari Cooper got knocked out. <laughs> right. Right. Like full on out. <clears throat> and it's like for a moment there, like I thought it was like a serious neck injury, and I'm thinking like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what is this sport about? Right. Uh, but then, but you know, but it's like we love big hits, and there's a certain like machismo that we all have in us that we like seeing played out oh, that's true yeah and yeah, westbrook and it, had westbrook's basketball's version of that like he he really like knocked that dude out right <laughs> like that's the, the 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 one that makes you say you swing on him rip her shirt off right, right. like just fight that part of you loves watching westbrook play <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like everything he true. does is like it's just like the audacity like who does he think he is, like, taking 40 shots or, like, trying to dunk on uh, everyone at all times? And, and then, like, when it connects, you're like, it's it's, – it's, it, it, it's, It is pretty cool. It is. Like that dunk he did against, in the, it's, against it's the Warriors? Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was it's ridiculous. Because, like, nobody – like, nobody's going to – nobody's going to stand for back screens. You know, nobody's going to, like – nobody's going to come out here and be like, yo, like, you see that back screen? Like, you look at that defensive positioning from Steph. Like, look at that. That's toughness right there. You know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to do that. Like, people are going to be like, toughness is going to be this dude screaming after that dunk. You know, like like him diving for a ball, like, way out of – like the Monte Ellis, right? Him doing the Monte Ellis on off ball. 
defense. Like that's the type of stuff that you're like, yo, like this guy's giving his all. Like his thing is he's always giving a hundred percent, but like, but he's really not, but he's not though. <laughs> like, well, and it also, it's also kind of, it is the Iverson underdog thing. People like rooting for underdogs. I, I'm not yes. saying Russ is, an underdog, but he definitely. Appears. I mean, he is right without sure. KD and, and Oklahoma yeah. City, yeah. Right, the, and the way he plays, which is trying to take on all five by himself when he has the ball in his hands, that's that's just quintessential underdog type stuff. So, if you are predisposed to kind of not like the overzealous power team, you're rooting for that guy to pull off the miraculous. I mean, what, we what, rooted for Steph, right? To drive from thirty when he was an underdog, like that. I mean, yeah, it, it is sense. a similar. It is a yeah. similar quality. I mean, it's not. It's not as. It's not as effective, but it is. Not only that, similar. you are pining for Steph. You you want, and I'm talking about both of you specifically. Yeah. Want Steph to go back to underdog status? Yeah, exactly. Like, get Katie out the way. That's two thirty shots. <laughs> like you're hey, pining Mar- for that. <laughs> like Marcus, what, what are you going to do? You, would you trade KD for AD? Come on now. Like that's a better fit for us. I wouldn't <laughs> trade KD for AD, but I trade <laughs> I trade uh, Clay for AD. Come on now, <laughs> come on now. Might I even throw, might even throw in McCaw, huh? Yeah, I would throw in Omri for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like that. That's what. That's what. Like that's that's a, the Steph standing. Like has gotten a little too far. Is when me and Sam are like texting each other. Like you know, like they're gonna win a lot of championships. But what if they won these championships in a more fun manner where we can actually enjoy it more? You know, like that that's what me and Sam do. It's like, you know, AD would kind of get out the way and he would let him shoot those threes. He wouldn't need the ball. Steve Kerr wouldn't have to, you know, change up the offense for him. Like, that'd be nice. You know, so that's what we're doing nowadays. Let's not yeah, let's make a different kind of history. Like, right? Let's <laughs> let's let's make let's make old Remember, this was what Steph meant. Why wasn't Steph around when, remember, highlights used to be on DVDs and VHS before right. that? Like, I used like, and Michael Jordan, tips. come fly with me yeah. and all that. Like, that's what Steph needed to be around for those. Now it's just By like, the way, YouTube come fly with me is on NBA TV like every couple weeks. It's usually on like in the weird hours of like Saturday at 8 a.m., which only. Only I'm up watching, but it, it is absolutely hilarious to watch those. Yeah, like 1990 documentary on Jordan or highlight reels. Yeah, no, it's just you, you watch it um, 25 years later, and it's 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 comedy. You got to watch NBA superstars. That was my favorite VHS back then, and it had Matt. It would be like a first segment was like Magic, and then Michael, and then Bird, and Dominique, and then they had one for the old times. But they would put a song to the highlights. This was revolutionary back then. A song to basketball highlights. The original, the, the original know, YouTube mix, basically. Right, the original. <laughs> the only reason I know, uh, "Take My Breath Away." Right. Who, who sing that? Who sing that song? The one from uh, "Take My Breath Away." The one from <laughs> right? Top Gun. Yeah, <laughs> that was on. That was on NBA Superstars. That was George. That was George part. Magic Johnson <laughs> was Control. Was Janet Jackson Control? Uh, uh, I was born in a small town. Was Larry Bird? Only way oh, I know God. that song. That's John Cougar Mellencamp, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That is. I'm that telling is you, the NBA superstars, for... the greatest VHS basketball DVD of all, VHS of all time. 
Y'all need to watch that just so you could just so you could understand what '90s basketball was like <laughs> from the viewer perspective. Oh lord! <laughs> Sorry. Watch my watch. There's gonna be a spike in NBA superstars VHS sales on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> they should give Levis the chat a cut. <laughs> Uh, um, I can't even talk now. Uh, me and Sam have a, a, a segment that we like to do, real or fake news. Um, I think it's a disgrace that information that was false and fake and never happened got released to the public. Um, so we, we got you four, Marcus. We got you four questions. I'll start with the first one. You give me real fake. You give me real news or you give me fake news. Um, I'm a huge fan of this guy. We've been talking to him, talking to him already. Anthony Davis. Um, is he better than Giannis? Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm gonna go with fake, fake, real, real <laughs> okay. fake. Come on, he can't go with both. Real oh, fake. You're, you're hedging real off fake. of that. You're hedging. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm going with fake news. I, I'm I'm projecting okay. onto Giannis. I really think, I think people sleep on AD. I, they, I, do it's amazing sleep on, to, they do sleep it's, on him because it's just a bad situation. It's just amazing how that's not even a factor, right? This dude yeah. gets you 30 and 15, and nobody says, I wonder what he could do with a team around him. Bro, that's <laughs> what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. But at the same time, like, I kind of – I think I think Giannis will at the minimum be as good. And, you know, AD has health issues. I mean, he's got to stay on the floor. Now, if it, if it was AD he is the, or he Towns, is the master. He is the master of the two-game injury. Like, AD is just so good at taking a shot to the face and being out for three days. Uh, I don't I, – it's like I, I feel I feel bad for him because they're that all – They're all, Yeah, he always comes back in nowadays. Yeah. yeah. He always comes back in nowadays. But they're always just like little freak things where you're like, I can't even blame the guy. It's not like he's soft like he had or an MRI. Like yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah, like he has an MRI. Like, bro, like you can't just have an MRI and just be perfectly fine. Like, that's scary. Like, that's, <laughs> if Steph Curry had an MRI uh, tomorrow, like – Warriors, Warriors Twitter would be collapsing. So, like, and he has that at least a couple times a year. No question. If it was, if it was Davis and Towns, I would have said real news. But man, Giannis looks like he might be, he might be it. So you're not buying the Towns hype, huh? You're not. Nah. Are you not? I wasn't you're not buying him on that tier. I wasn't buying it last. I remember having this conversation. With other reporters, I think uh, Michael Lee from Yahoo Sports was in it, and Tim Bontis from Washington Post, and they were like, Towns, Towns, Towns. And I'm like, Towns is good, but like, don't you got to get a team to the playoffs first? And we've seen AD carry the Pelicans yep. uh, to the playoffs. Like, we've seen them do it before. So I just wasn't on that last year. I, I thought I would have put AD over Towns. It would have been close. Now, I'm, I'm man, I'm just a little, I'm just, Disappointed in towns. <laughs> just something about weird. him ain't yeah, right. A weird year. The fact that he's not getting better on defense is like I, I'm not saying be a you know defensive player of the year. I'm just saying be be average. Get be better than you were two years ago on defense. Like show some growth. When he shut down Steph. 
Like, be, at least be some. That, he literally that. made it. That was the game that people are like, this guy will be the guy who changes. That, that really the, yeah, because he, he switched on to Steph and had like a great game. And that was Steph at the height of his powers. And that really just kind of was one really good game. That's all it was. <laughs> Plus, you he, know, he's getting a reputation for being a, a stats guy, numbers guy. You know, a guy who cares more about that. You know, those are kind of the whispers. And, you know, that's not good. <laughs> so I need to see him do some winning things. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's not over yet. It's early, but I'm just not a fan of Minnesota. Well, right? I mean, it's, Mark, it's some, weird some, that somebody they, uh, in Minnesota or so I was just going to say somebody in Minnesota was saying was, con- was saying, that, hey, I'm confused as to why uh, Towns you know, didn't shoot the ball at the end of the shot clock. Like, he just kind of held on to the ball and took the turnover. <laughs> or was, why is he in the game in a blowout? They're, like, yeah. smash, and he's still in the game, like, taking shots and getting rebounds. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Russ does that. <laughs> oh, my God. That was – that was that made the loss just worth it to watch uh, Steph and KD laughing on the All bench. you need to know about the Warriors' first half of the season is that they were getting smashed and They're Steph getting smashed. And and Draymond are rolling on the bench at that. Like, yeah. that's the ultimate sign of how much they care oh, about that game. Man. <laughs> All right, you set up you set up my next real or fake news. I was going to go into it anyway. Um, Minnesota will be the team who knocks off the Warriors in two or three years. Fake news. <laughs> fake news. Not they're even, still good. They're still good. Like they're still winning a bunch of games. They're probably going to win fifty plus this year. Like. I mean, that, is young, there's right? good, and then there's beating the Warriors hyped up in the playoffs. Good, those are those are not mutually exclusive. And plus, I wonder where will they be in April after Thibodeau like just wears them down, and then next year, like he just I mean, we know his track record, man. He's just he's a hard coach. So that's doesn't. that's the part that's really weird with Wiggins <coughs> and Towns defense. Exactly, like exactly. I. I Tibbs has made he's continually made players better on defense, like and makes them buy in, and nothing has changed with those two. And maybe maybe it changes in the next you know year. Maybe maybe they just needed a little longer. But like I, I've just seen nothing out of either of them that suggests that they're like nominally improving. And on top of that, like if if they don't get some kind of chemistry and flow on offense they can't even like if they got top 10 they'd be all right you think with the weapons they have on offense right. but if they if if they don't get there like they need to get top 5 because their offense is just like good defense can 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 mess with them in a way that probably shouldn't be able to with all that talent. They feel like, uh, you know, they feel like the Warriors offense before Kerr. Like, you know, they're, yeah, like you there's see, a lid you somewhere. See, you see guy, like guys making having individually brilliant games, but no flow to the offense. That type of thing. So I, I, if I see that, then I'll be more convinced. But right now I'm going to say fake news. I don't think that – you think they'll be better than Philly in two years? This was a Sam question. I I'm not. Sam. I'm not too optimistic on Philly's health long term. Oh, you're a oh, wait. Sam's a Boston guy, Marcus. On the last part, we argued Philly versus Boston for about. I think about Boston's minutes, gonna. So. First off, I think Boston's gonna be the team that ends up with AD in a couple years, and that'll be terrifying. But, I think Boston is like the scariest team in the East, unless Embiid stays healthy. 
unless this yeah. was all a fluke. Like he's a scary player. Uh, and that's my but, thing. I've never seen well, someone too, who though. misses. I've never seen someone miss two full years and basically most they of their third year, after and that. then just stay yeah. healthy. And, and I feel like an I feel like a dick saying that. Like it, it sounds like I'm just kind of like, well, he's just not going to be healthy. But it's just you just find me an example I mean, in history. Find me an example. Steph. Steph, Steph. Di- Steph did not miss that much time. Steph would miss. I mean, he didn't miss, but he had like two, yeah, year, two debilitating surgeries. His ankle was shot, and then all of a sudden, it's and, over. MB huge though. That's the problem with that is MB. Yeah, I'm I mean, MB. Yeah. I'm like, I'm totally a Philly different. guy too, but yeah, MB's like seven, you know, what two or whatever he is. That's tough. Could, I mean, it is definitely different. But there was a time where many thought like this is Steph's career path. Yeah, and now it's just yeah. over. Like nobody even talks about it anymore. And, and Steph's the guy that doesn't get hurt now. Like, that's crazy, right? Like, KD's out. Like, he's always missing some games sometimes. Like, Draymond, you know Draymond's Draymond. But that, I mean, they're all, old, but like, they're all but just, they're all fine. They could all play. They would all play if they were on a team that wasn't going to walk into 60-plus wins. But, like, the dude has been, like, dude, dude hasn't missed any games. Like, sure. that's the thing. Like, he hasn't even needed to, to take those, like, you know, BS rest injury rest days. You know what I mean? Like, so well, I guess, to, I guess he's going to do tomorrow. I guess he's going to do tomorrow. So I take that. You back. see, they added Andre Iguodala to the list. Yeah. Yeah. Sore knee. Like, I don't he's, now he's doubtful. He ain't even questionable. He's doubtful. <laughs> well, he did say on TV that he was getting up there. So I guess that was his call to curve. Like, yo, like, it's going to be like time. clay and the bench for the it's whole game. McCon Omri time. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm gonna be there. That's <laughs> like Quinn I'm Cook, to Quinn Cook and Quinn Cook and Jordan Bell just going off. So it's gonna that be, pick and roll might be legit. Do, what, do they bring up Damian Jones? Ah, uh, cool. he he'll and, find run. It's Steve Kerr. He'll find run. He'll find ten minutes. <laughs> uh, all right, next. All right, one. that's two. What's three? Three. KD will be on the Warriors in 2020. <laughs> many years is that three years three real news okay yeah. he's going into the stadium right. plus i'm like where's he going like for real, where's he going that's what you said about steph too remember when they were asking you about if steph was gonna leave or not <laughs> you were like where's he, where's he gonna go yeah where's he going like if there's a like even with oklahoma city the worries thing was always there you know it's like hey man that looks intriguing Right. And like with Cleveland, Miami was there because, you know, you got Dwayne Wade. Like where, like these obvious landing spaces are there. Where are they for the rent? Where's he go? Who, who, what is it? Who, is there a relationship that we could point to? Back is home, baby. Back Boston. Home City. He's, going back to, he's going to Boston oh, no, no. now. You can go to Wizards. Stop. So you can go to Boston, right? Yeah, go to Boston. <laughs> Bye, Hayward. But like the Wizards <laughs> probably would be it. But he had that chance and didn't take that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think people like playing at home, to be honest. Yeah, Jason like, Kidd well, used to. Jason Kidd always said he would never do that because it's all the extra pressure. Oh yeah, Se- several players have told me like I don't want like I'll go here. Like it's cool to go for your whatever schedule games, but to like exist in like your home team like that's rough. It's just a lot, and it ain't even like the pressure is one thing, but it's. Like the road and the tickets and all that and come see it, all that is already difficult as it is. Yeah, people are coming right? out of the right. woodworks. So like, hey, remember yeah. me? Like we're, we played now on the same sixth grade team. 41 times? Yeah. Like, are you serious? <laughs> that's, that's, that's just a lot, man. That's Which kind of kind of puts in a light like how, how 
like LeBron James, like how much he's done, like just playing at home this whole career, yeah. and, like the way he is, like he just handled that. Like, I mean, I, dude hasn't had one thing, like a scandal or anything. Like, I mean, outside of going to Miami, which doesn't even count anymore. Like, that's not even the thing. And that was college, anymore. like he said, he went yeah. to college, came back home. <laughs> that's crazy. Like the guy's done it, and and now he's now now he's making threes. Like he's a shooter now, so that'll be fun in the finals uh, when they get there. Oh, so, so. you saying they're getting there? I ain't Sam, man. I'm not a Boston stand like he is. I, th- I think they roll through. I I'm think telling Isaiah you, Kyrie's going to hit the game winner over LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, it's I happening. would love that, though. It's happening. Wow. I, need, I don't know. It's way too I, – Cleveland is going to probably <laughs> Don't hedge now. Right, I'll stick with it. You can, you, can, you can rub it in my face in May when the Cavs look – like they do in the playoffs in the East every year. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, their Cavs are already starting to look kind of nice. So, um, all right, I got, I got one that I'm particularly interested in. Um, Steve Kerr is going to, maybe not this season, maybe not next season, um, maybe the season after that, is going to lose uh, the locker room a little bit or most of it by the rotations that he's going with. Um, the, the, the amount of players that he's playing, the minutes – the way he's running things, he is going to lose part of that uh, in the next couple of years. Like, it's going to happen. Real fake news. Fake news. It's a, look, who 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 would complain about their minutes? All Pat, people Pat who McCaw. probably won't be, they won't be here, right? <laughs> All the people who will be mad, they probably won't be here. Well, they lose, or, let's say they lose like four games in a row because he's playing like a lot of Zaza Pachulia or something. Like, so, so like, like maybe not because someone's not playing, but maybe because someone is playing too much. I don't, I don't, if, if there was a situation where the player, the star player said, man, get this dude out of here. And Steve <laughs> was like, nah, then I would think so. Okay. But okay. if Draymond says, if Steph says, put, we need this guy in here. Like it's gonna happen. Steve just he listens to his player. That's what you know. I okay. do think part of the reason he was playing Javale was because the other players like wanted to play. I don't. I didn't think he was that big of a fan. I think he got out of Javale what he wants, but we could see like he'll yeah. Yeah, JaVale JaVale's, in a heartbeat. Javale's yeah. not a uh, not a Kerr guy, but he knows Draymond and Steph and those guys love throwing. I don't the think Nick Young stuff. is a Kerr guy either. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And Nick Young, you know, he's getting run and he's playing well, so. Yeah, they like if they if they like him, like he's gonna play him. Like the only the only people who would probably matter are all the people who kind of want either like their rotation, their minutes, or they want like <laughs> like Andre is like, yeah, man, chill on that thirty five minute thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think Steph likes the whole break, and you know, I think sometimes he probably wants to get in a, b- a bit sooner, but. Like Steph is probably not going to be the problem. It's gonna be those dudes at the end of the bitch, and they'll all be gone like in two years, right? You'll get rid of all of them, and right, they'll, they'll just keep cycling. Again. They'll yeah. just cycle guys for man nine through fifteen. But yeah. I think Steve is smart enough to know, like, I gotta like I'll challenge these dudes, but in the end, like they kind of run the show. <laughs> so <laughs> one three one three pick and roll in the finals. <laughs> I've been holding out forever, but look, I can't hold out if this is what they're calling for. <laughs> that is actually all that's what happened in those those last like that last game was all day. Was off the roll all day. That was like all one that was left. crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> like just, just to see like the, the switch or the flip that they did was just just the final game. They just ran that to like at least like ten thirty times like that that game. That was crazy. <laughs> right? He's smart enough. I don't think he I don't think 
plus, I mean, I tried, man. Those, I tried. Those four guys, like, even if he lost them, does he lose them? What does losing them look like? Do they not play hard? Like, those four <laughs> dudes will be. Yeah, the bigger issue would be if they anybody. got the bigger issue would be if they got into fight with themselves. Like, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't see a scenario where Steph and Draymond like have a mutiny and hate each other. But that would be a <laughs> that would be a problem. Not so much like Kerr. Yeah, they'd probably like put something in Kerr's drink and let the assistant step up. And they'd be like, <laughs> "All right, now we're free." <laughs> well, we did see Mike Brown coach those couple games in the playoffs, so. This makes sense. It's Draymond. First shot of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, Steve look. likes all that stuff, though. To be honest, I really think he likes. I don't even think the games are the best part for Steve. I think it's the whole managing all that stuff. Like, he he likes it. Like, you know, he likes going back and forth with Draymond and, and trying to, like, manage all it like there's something about him that likes it so if there is like a little mutiny i think he probably want to i think he probably like all right now i get to do something right because otherwise <laughs> it's just man let's 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 give let's get like 10 passes first before you guys be great <laughs> but you're already great anyway <laughs> oh <laughs> last couple topics you want to go over anything else so i thought we were going over the tough guy thing all right yeah y'all, y'all trying to avoid it we no we'll, we'll go we'll go into it we'll go into it is this a steph curry one that's the, the question the, the, the question that i had about it yes um, yeah it, it's it's so to to set it up yeah I, i'm confused because russell russell westbrook is considered a tough guy and steph is considered someone that isn't um so to speak um, in, in, in the NBA for people that are, that watch. So I'm confused as to why that's the case, especially coming from a guy well, like me uh, where Steph played on a knee that was hurt um, in the NBA freaking finals and took him over OKC. So, so Marcus, you, you tell me what's going on. I don't think it's anything new. Uh, first off, you know, there was this book out there with a, with a chapter about this. <laughs> right? Talking about... Well, I, I, I think, think I read Mar- that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I, I, I there I do think there was a preconceived notion about Steph that he you know that he's had to shatter. I think even Steph feels it, right? That's why he doesn't right. do certain things. But like it's just like, hey man, I do the soft. Just even how they play him, like it's like men just do the soft, man. Just rough him up, right? You don't ever see anybody say, let's just rough up Russell Westbrook, right? <laughs> right, like that. They just tell you how they think about him, which ironically they think... probably should because he can Absolutely. he can lose his mind. He can get all, it's all. If I ever played Russ, and this is what this is what the Warriors <laughs> was talking about in game, like when they were down in the locker rooms, like man, we're gonna get a game. Russ is gonna give us a game back, right? Yeah. <laughs> just cause all you gotta do is go up to him, make a shot, start talking head, and <laughs> he's gonna lose his mind. Like that's just how he is. It's what makes him great. It's also his detriment, right? Like like the game we saw him play against the Warriors. That was probably his most emotional game of the year. He was right. so fired up and it worked wonders and he looked spectacular. And maybe next time it'll cost him, right? <laughs> that's just that's just the crapshoot you get with Russ. But I don't think this dichotomy of toughness between Russ and Steph is new either. I think nobody looked at John Stockton as tough. 
or Steve Nash is tough. I just think generally speaking, our culture of uh, machismo and our patriarchal society, like we just, we just, we have these overtures about manhood and toughness and we don't appreciate the, the, the really tough things, like the finer tough things, you know what I'm saying? Like a dude punching out a dude at the bar because he says something to his girlfriend is considered tough. The dude walking away so he can make sure he don't go to jail to be home <laughs> for his family. Nobody's going to say that guy's tough, even though that's the tougher thing to do is to like swallow the disrespect and make the smart decision. Right. Michael Crabtree got his chain yanked off again tonight by Akib Talib, Right. And everybody's like, of course you got to go back at him. That, like he can't just yank your chain off, right. but he got ejected, cost his team and they all, they, they could have lost the game. The tougher thing was for him to not respond. I just think that's how we are societally. Like we like those overt, uh, gestures of toughness. Uh, Westbrook had a dent in his face <laughs> right. and kept playing, right? <laughs> That's that, like, we like that stuff. We don't like the, hey man, I'm a sacrifice. We don't like the, the, the toughness it takes to swallow stuff and to, and to uh, let things slide, which is another level of toughness. So, I, well, I do it's, think it's, a lot of it is societal. And, and and it's also like it's carnal in the moment. Most most people yeah. aren't thinking about, you know, like Steph walking away from something or, um, you know, playing through something and not letting him phase them. They want to see blood in that immediate moment. And Russ gives them blood whenever they want it. You know, he, you know, if you go at him, you're going to get what you to see it's it's like you're saying earlier it's like the um it's almost like a boxer like you you know if you step up to him you're gonna get exactly what you came to see whether he goes three for 20 or you know 15 for 20 you're gonna at least here's the part about russ though i don't know like i don't know russell westbrook at all right just me a curious dude way from the other side of the country just wondering i wonder if westbrook can actually fight (laughs) (laughs) Because he looks like he can fight, right? He looks like you don't want to mess with him. Uh, but I wonder if because he looks like that, he's probably never had to. He's I like wonder. that He's like that crazy he... dude that you don't mess with. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like I, I, like, I don't know. If I'm about to fight Westbrook, I'm thinking about it because this dude looks yeah. like, <laughs> like, hold on, do I want to fight this dude? But, so <laughs> does everybody think that and figure out a way to not fight Westbrook? Right? So... Like, Tony Allen is a dude you look at, and he don't do the histrionics. He don't do Right. The, you know, but you know, like, man, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mess with him. Right? Like, I wonder if the histrionics makes West has, has prevented him from ever fighting. I don't think he would back down from a fight. I just wonder if he actually can. Like, I kind of want to see Westbrook box. <laughs> right. Yo, to, to, to watch I mean, you saw KD step up to him, and they both you know, just kind of held me back. Like, hey, and he like looked kind of down, and I'm like, wait a second, he <laughs> coming, he coming to you, and he what he was saying wasn't like, right. you know, nice. Like, <laughs> he was calling him some names that, you know, like he was, wait, he was waiting for the swing. He he thought he I don't could, know. I think he thought he could get him. <laughs> Wait, hold up, Marcus. You just did you just compare Steph Curry earlier to uh, John's talking to Steve Nash? Steph Curry White now? 
It's Steph Curry. Well, I, I do <laughs> think that's how he's cast, right? Like, they treat him like a white Ooh. dude. They treat him like a white point guard. No question. <laughs> Look, has anybody ever compared him to Isaiah Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> Their games are pretty similar, though. Nobody says Isaiah Thomas. They say Steve Nash. Matter of fact, yeah. when he was getting drafted by Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix thought they were getting him. They were calling him the Black Steve Nash. <laughs> I mean, right, hey, so. I mean, right there, that, that kind of explains everything, though. Like, uh, that, that's really all you kind of need to to know. Like, that kind of, to me, explains everything that you, you need to between those two guys or between how Steph is viewed amongst, I think, not fans, maybe, but, like, uh, the players, ex-players, too, um, and, and how they feel about him. Because some of the stuff that the ex-players have said about um, I mean, you look at what Oscar Robinson said about him and then what he said about Russell Westbrook, right? Like, just, just that dichotomy was pretty no much question. everything that you need to, to, to kind of see and know, um, you know. If you watch Isaiah Thomas, like, not the current one, but the old one, like, he, he played a lot like Steph. Like, their games were very super quick, like, lots of dribbling, random pull-up shooting. Like, Isaiah didn't shoot the three, <laughs> but he gets to the whole... And, you know, like finishes at a level like you don't think a little guy should finish. Uh, and, you know, he wasn't like ready to fight Bill and Beer and everybody. But Steph, Steph is always ready to fight. He Trevor Ariza, like you name it. Like Steph, like uh, there's a lot of similarities between Isaiah Thomas and Steph's game, except the three point. Like the only difference is like the three point shooting, but the ball handling and the shooting and the quickness of it all. And, like, you never hear that comparison made. You hear, and really, Steve Nash was a pass-first point guard, a floor general, a consummate kind of passer. He wasn't the score. Like, he will tell you, I wish I had Steph's scoring mentality. But you always hear the Curry-Nash comparison, but you don't hear the Curry-Isaiah Thomas comparison. But the game probably is closer to Isaiah, just with the aggressiveness of how he's scored and the way he broke down a defense with his ball handling. I'm just saying just a little, you know, <laughs> and those type of things, you can see how they view Steph. But that's, I don't think NBA players and professional athletes are above societal norms and standards. And it's no different, like, in society, especially in the hood, you know, the light-skinned dude on the block with all the girls, that's the dude you try to punk. Like, <laughs> right? like, it's, just the way, it's just the way it is. It's not like, oh, this is different because it's the NBA. No, it's the same way no, the hood we grew up in, right? Like, that's that's how it is across the nation. It's, you know, <laughs> it's just, that's how it goes, man. Like, it's not different. They, they are just rich and, and great basketball players, but they they are they are impacted by the same ideologies and the standards. Yeah, they all sense. listen to the same music, right? That's the way it is. Makes sense. That makes that's like that's kind of like when Steph was was playing some. I think he was like singing some country music the other day in that Steph. I was just like, oh, that's Steph, right? That's or Steph. <laughs> like, how tough is it to sing Mo- uh, Moana song? Oh, he was singing Moana too. Yeah. Like that for me, like, like that's a level of toughness where it's like, you know, you kind of reach that chi, like. I don't care what nobody. You just say. don't care. You just yeah, don't care. yeah, it's a level like, of it's a level of security in yourself that like, yeah, I I, I couldn't see majority of athletes or just people. I couldn't. I don't know how I would feel about being filmed doing that. You know, and he just doesn't care. He's just like, yeah, that's what I want. That's do. what I'm saying. Like that that takes a a level of mental toughness. 
toughness to know the criticism is coming, and I'm and like I'm not going to let it dictate to me when like literally if you slap if if you slap a player or shove them and all these uncoded all these rules right Draymond right. don't let a guy step over you like all those rules the easy way is to just give in and, and give in to the reaction it's much tougher to violate that and to and to be violated. And to, like, react a certain way. For me, like, that's tough. Like, there are times where even me as a, as a father and as a husband, uh, people say, you know, people are talking crazy as a black reporter. Like, I would like to react a certain way. <laughs> right? As, you yeah. know, you get on Twitter, people are, like, I want to, <laughs> like, I wish, I want to be Andy for a day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And just, like, let loose. But it is hard. Like, it literally is hard to not, respond how i like how i was raised to respond right like, like that's hard take it's take a breath and walk away yeah. right yeah you gotta walk away you gotta think all right i'm a professional or i have to act a certain way all right man he's just doing his job he's checking my badge for the eighth time right right, <laughs> right? and i want to <laughs> like i want to flash yeah. like dude until you check every white reporter here don't touch my badge right <laughs> it's like stuff like that where you want to like it's hard to not do the natural reaction so for me like seeing Steph do that, the first thing I thought was like, "Wow, the way he is out front and center with his wife, like that takes a toughness to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do. Like, who else do you see doing this, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, who else do you see? Like, yeah, man, on my off season after I win a championship, now I'm about to go on a book tour with my wife, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm about to use my celebrity to get, and I'm on cooking shows and all that, and I know." I know, like, they're going to clown me for this. I know I'm going to get a skit with Drake at, right. the, at the NBA Awards killing me, right, for being in the second place. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know this is I know this is the perception of me, but I'm going to do the tough thing and support my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying it's like he's a greater husband than anybody else, but that's just different, and we just don't see that that often. Right. It just doesn't like it. Usually if the wife is a star, they kind of do their own thing. And occasionally like what you don't see Grant Hill like on a song with Tamiya. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, man, my wife is great. I'm great. We do our thing. But for him to say, yeah, man, I'll be on every cooking show and Rachel Ray and all. I mean, I'm on there with you. I'm going to use that to get you here. Like for me, that's that's also tough. You know, in addition to Tony Allen or Bobby Portis, who will break your eye. <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got Stephen Curry and Marcus Thompson, the two toughest guys on the Warriors. I like that. And David West. I like that. Shoot, yeah, right. David West is tough. <laughs> Usually the rule is like if you ain't that's why I want I was wondering about like like Russ. Usually the rule is you know like the dudes you don't want to mess with are the dudes who ain't saying anything. Right. Right. It's the dudes. The silent, the glare. The guy who just yeah, gives right? you the, the eyes. dudes just be like, hey, you don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> the Not got the dude who's like, sometimes. come on, let's go. I'll take on all of you. That's the dude. You're like, it's like, man, you just talking. But <laughs> I feel like you don't want to mess with Iggy either, though. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that dude who might flash on you, you know. You don't want, I feel like you don't want to mess with Zaza. Like, Zaza was scary. <laughs> oh, absolutely Plus he's not. from, like, right? Like, that dude might say, man, uh, my hand is a grenade. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Zaza's, coming from, Zaza's coming from a country with just uh, the, the type of stuff he's seen. It's, 
I don't I don't know that it's comparable even, no matter where you're from in the US. Exactly, it's like, right? like literally under think- he grew up under communist rule in the Soviet Union. Then it then it goes under then there's, there's been like god knows how many other wars in the region since then. Like it's a different level of toughness to be like, well, there's bombs going off or yeah, whatever. right. Like, like that, this we're whole like block third, might get blown yeah, up today, but I'm gonna go to school. About twenty miles, <laughs> about twenty miles away, there's some insurgents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Like that's that's next level. I wouldn't want to mess with that. Plus, he's so nice, right? He's so yeah. calm and he's kind and he talks to you. He's funny. He wants to laugh. Like I'm like, man, if, that's one of them dudes. Like if he snapped, he gonna really lose it. He like, <laughs> I like if Russ snap, it'll just be like Tuesday. Like, you know, like we've seen him snap. Like he just did it against the Warriors, right? Like what would it, look, it wouldn't look much different. I kind of see what, like that dude is a little crazy. All right, I got it. But I've seen his crazy. I'm worried about the David West who, like, Ooh. he was so ready to explode that he just kissed Tristan, right? Both of them, <laughs> like they were like, both of them dudes you probably don't want to mess with, right? <laughs> you see when Tristan went off on LeBron, LeBron was like, oh, I'm sorry, Ooh. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> he said, even it's like him and David West, they both were like so trying to do everything they can to hold back that they just ran into each other like penguins. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't mess with them dudes. <laughs> They're the dudes that scared me. Oh my! I think that's uh, I think that's the uh, the best way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, you got you got something to plug. You got something to plug. Do I have something? What I have to plug? <laughs> the Athletic. Everyone who listens to this should be subscribed. Marcus is one of the people that aren't white on the Athletic. So, um, right? Shout out, man! Shout out! <laughs> me and my editor. TK, my bro. editor's not white. My boss is you white. and TK, bro. It's lit. It's lit you in that. Like it's lit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's two of us. So, uh, yeah, athletic.com slash Bay Area. It's, oh, oh, what am I talking about? It's Christmas season, and I know you need, I know you need a quick, inexpensive gift for your secret Santa, for your nephew who loves basketball, you know, whatever the case. Golden, The Miraculous Rise of Steph Curry is out on paperback and available wherever books are sold. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, it is less than $10. Can you imagine that? The perfect Christmas gift for less than $10. You can buy three of them and do your work secret Santa, your family secret Santa, and your daycare secret Santa, and then you're taken care of for 30 bucks. So go out and get Golden, The Miraculous Rise of Steph Curry in paperback, which features behind-the-scenes look at the 2017 NBA championship. Like, uh-huh. that's an ad, and y'all ain't even had to splice that in. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, Marcus. Thank you, man. All right, fellas. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.